Welcome back to season two of the Salt and Shadows podcast. We're bringing you shorter episodes this season with tangible tips for diving into the darker seasons. We're headed into fall and winter here in the Northern Hemisphere, and we know this can be a challenging time for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. That's right. We are taking it slower and we are creating our content with more intention to support you in keeping the energetic change with the seasons of going at a slower inward pace. We'll be consulting both our oracle and tarot cards, as well as leaning into our intuitive elemental channeling in order to bring these messages to you today. And don't forget, we are now offering Salt and Shadows sessions, where we have collaborated to create a ritual that puts you at the center of the magic, bridging your outer world with your inner spirit. And now it is time to trace the salt and embrace the shadow. So, how are you? <laughs> I'm um, quite well. Happy to be here with you. We just had a nice little conversation and now we are recording. Yep. Episode. We are recording episode three of season two. Today we're talking about staying consistent and grounded in who you are. Especially as we're heading into the holidays, we really wanted to highlight this and bring everyone back to this basic understanding because this is what gets bypassed so much of the time. And it's the time of year. I mean, it's like, if, if you haven't already seen the marketing, it is the time of year where they're ramping up the whole new year celebrations and like, uh, you know, diet culture, this is diet culture's favorite time of year. And we're not, we're over that shit. I didn't know if you mm. knew if you're good point like we're like point yeah I wasn't even thinking about that I was just thinking about like the stress um and the obligations and plans and all of those things during the holidays I wasn't even thinking about that yeah thank you for saying that yeah yeah and that's yeah exactly what we're going to be speaking to today the staying consistent and grounded in who you are you don't need to reinvent yourself just because it's a new year like celebrate the turn of the wheel once more and everything you've learned and who you have become over the years and where you're going, everything that's led up to you being the person that you are today and celebrating yourself rather than being like, I need to change myself. I need to recreate myself. I need to take everything down because I'm a failure. And I'd like, you know, there's such a, there's such a thick rhetoric in around the holiday season around like, just lit, like the language that comes from diet culture of like being bad and and like because you drank too much or you ate too much and you had too many sweets and all of this stuff it's like what if you know, that wasn't bad what if you like totally accepted yourself for indulging and celebrating and enjoying yourself and now we can have a new year celebrating yeah. that yeah I really feel that that plays into what we're going to be talking about today, like what's necessary to prioritize. And it, it's something that I really feel can be a struggle for many people. And a lot of people don't really understand how to um, put themselves first, how to prioritize their mental care. And that's something we're really trying to bring the conversation back to consistently as well, because this is a season that can be challenging for mental care. 
for your mental health. Yeah. So we're really bringing it back to how you stay consistent and how you can support yourself during this time and making it tangible for you. And we're working, we've got our cards out here as usual. I've been using the Liminal Space Oracle cards, also my Visconti Tarot deck. And today I've pulled forward my Animal Spirit card deck from the Wild Unknown by Kim Kranz because you are using the Wild Unknown Tarot from Kim. I am my first tarot deck. Oh my gosh, this was not my first Oracle deck. <laughs> <laughs> but it was one that- How was- excited you were for that response. <laughs> I was like, hold on, absolutely not. That is not true. But it's one anyway, that I no. really, really resonate with. Go on. Yeah. The Wild Unknown was my first deck. It was also, I just found out this recently, um, a- a witch that we both adore, Bakara, and we, we reference her often. This was also her first deck that was gifted to her. Oh, wow. Was- which by saying that, do not take away that it needs to be gifted to you. Please do not take that as an expression of truth because it's not. <laughs> you can get your own damn tarot deck. Was this- but yeah. Yeah. It would, um, I, I believe the story is that it was gifted to her by her therapist. No, but for you, was this gifted to you? It was not intentionally, but because it was the only way that at the time I was going to be able to receive it, um, Mm. it was gifted to me. My partner knew that I had my eye on it and because they knew they wanted to gift it to me. So it wasn't something I was waiting to happen, but it was gifted to me. It was a very beautiful gift. It really started my life for me in a lot of ways. I would love to hear what you think of this, but in terms of like buying your own deck, because like when I started first getting into tarot a couple years ago and I was reading Bakara's book, what the fuck is tarot and how do I use it or do it? Um, I was like, you know, she was talking about how it's very often you are gifted a deck or like it, decks find you and it's not so often that you seek them out which I mean, I agree with you. You can totally buy your own fucking deck, but I would encourage being open that it might just find you some way because I, I was like, Oh, like I remember I had, I started this in like January or December or something like that. And I was like, some friends know I'm getting into tarot. I wonder if anyone will buy me a deck for my birthday. And a friend just actually ended up loaning me a deck that a friend had just given her to borrow. So it was like a borrowed, borrowed deck. Yeah. Yeah. So allow yourself to be open for the universe to provide. Yeah, absolutely. And I had seen images of tarot before, but none of it had really called out to me. Mm. Um, I think, I think a lot of people are familiar with the images of traditional tarot decks, like the Rider Waite deck, and you could see that around in different things, but there was nothing that really spoke to me from that deck. And when I saw images of this specific deck coming up online, Instagram, that sort of thing, I was like, wow, there's something really powerful about the symbolism on that. And I'm really curious. I want to understand it. I want to, like, it did call to me in a way. And it really, I feel like in a lot of ways, this deck helped a lot of witches recognize themselves. Mm. It, It kind of was at the beginning of a revival of, of, 
um, reclaiming tarot as it were and modernizing it, bringing it up to date. So, so what is the card that you're waving around there, especially for the people that can't see it? Oh, the card in my hand is the Ace of Swords. Don't forget, so, if you are listening, you can tune into our YouTube channels found via our Instagram link in bios to be able to watch this episode if you so desire. Yes, please. So I'm right by a window. It's kind of hard to see, but Ace of Swords. And I really felt that this brought in a very specific message today. I sat with this card before we came on here and I was really getting very... <laughs> no pun intended, clean, clear cut messages of what this symbolizes right now, because I really feel that we need clarity in understanding how to support ourselves and what that looks like. And I feel that this card perfectly resembles that. There was just, there is this space of, because it's swords, it represents the air element. So you're getting into the mental realm, which is what we've been discussing. And the mental realm is going to be your thoughts, your ideas, your fears, the things that you really allow to dictate your choices. And when you come into the ace of swords, it's a new dictation. It's a new level. This is a threshold into something different. And that is what we need to be able to be presented for. That's what we need to be prepared for is the ability to be fluid and to accept change because it's necessary for growth. I really felt like, especially with just this, the way this sword is, and when the sword is pointing straight up, when it's straight up that way and, and facing, facing the heavens, it is meant to be a symbol of pure truth, your pure truth. And you're finally reclaiming that when you're in this place. Um, I really felt that the message behind this card for us right now was really coming into a place of clarity and understanding there is no more room for excuses. We're not going to hesitate any longer about our boundaries. We're going to call them in. We're going to hold them strongly because we're seeing there's also this in the card and the symbolism wrapped around the sword, there is this snake in the figure eight, also the infinity sign. And it's, and it's a real, yeah, it's in a rainbow. And this is really the only deck I've seen that symbolism with the infinity sign with this specific card, but it really rang true for this because we're really starting to understand ourselves on such a deeper level and understanding our mental health in this place that it deserves. It deserves to be held. And so there's this truth coming through with that, that there is no more room for guilt, no more room for blame. We need to call in clarity and we need to hold our boundaries. 
I also hear communication is in that is absolutely part of that. It is. You have to use your voice. Voice and also vision. Like if, so I, I'm like, this is giving me chills because I'm suddenly remembering like upon, upon uh, arriving over here in New York this year, I clarity was what was coming up for me. And I even like wrote this in my journal, like clarity. I want to be clear. I asked for my guides and my ancestors to just make the path abundantly clear. And as I was just like feeling empowered and invigorated with clarity, I was like, I don't feel fucking clear. Like, I don't, (laughs) what is the vision? (laughs) Like I just, and so allowing yourself, like even painting the vision, like what does it look like to you? What does it feel like to you? Like you do not have to know the steps or anything like that, but can you believe that it's possible for you? And can you paint this picture for yourself? Yeah, absolutely. I didn't even bring up the Oracle card that I pulled for it yet. Now it's time. But the Oracle card that I pulled was higher perspective. And I did love the duality of the air sign an air symbol of the swords. And when you come into this, it's this winged like mentality, like you're in this place of the mental realm. I love how that goes right in with the sword, the mental straight to the point. And then this is like, just like an expansion with the wings, like lifting up and just almost like this floating sensation of being there. Hovering. You're not like drilling it. You're not white knuckling, holding it on. You're like in right relation with the mental realm. Mm, I like that a lot. Yeah, that feels good. And allowing that light to come through, allowing your truth, allowing the purest, clearest communication to come through despite what may feel confrontational. Again, we're clearing away no more guilt, no more hesitation. We're standing up for ourselves. We're holding clear boundaries, but it's from a higher perspective. It's not from an aggressive place. It's from a place of understanding that our mentality needs protection. And we are the ones that know what we need so we have to be able to see it and we have to be able to exist in that realm and protect it and I would say to sit with and be with the uncomfortable the feelings that are coming up like the guilt what was the other one you were saying no more guilt or blame or shame yeah yeah and as those those may come up naturally, you know, you can't control that you feel that way, but don't try to push it away. Be with it, sit with it, understand it. Like, Oh, this is what I think I'm feeling guilty. This is what guilt feels like. And breathing into that and recognizing where it comes from, because we are here to validate you and tell you that it is in your birthright to have boundaries and to know who you are. And to have self-respect and self-awareness. Yes. Just drew mirror, mirror from the Mm. space. 
which is basically do not turn away from what you think is an ugly reflection. Can you accept everything? And in this acceptance, your self-awareness expands. Mm-hmm. And in that self-awareness, as it expands, like the first key to, cha- to any change is noticing. And you can't notice without that awareness. Yeah. Yeah, that's really beautiful. And it's, and go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Also just reflecting on you can only see as far as you have come. Say more about that, please. So if you are making choices based on not experiences, but on what others have told you about experiences, it's not coming from a place of recognition within yourself. It's coming from a place that they recognize and their perspective. And it's really time to compare to compared to personal experience. Right. Okay. And just being able to see that that is their reflection. That is how they see it. And trying to understand if you, if you even have your own reflection, if you have any experience with this at all and being able to see that there is growth available there. really beautiful I'm just taking that in for a moment long silent pause we're still here (laughs) yeah totally I have to do that with things you say too (laughs) I feel called to share a animal that I drew from the wild unknown deck Mm. um it is the mouse which is an earth card Little mousy, but little micey are detail oriented. They're nitpicky. They have like kind of fast moving, worried brains. This reminds me of like a classic perfectionist too, a little bit maybe. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a really nice remembering in these tools that of self awareness, especially that you're building, that you can come back and you can ground. And from that space, you can find confidence and empowerment and enjoy this season. It doesn't have to be dread. Like you are capable of being in control of your mental state. And I don't say that lightly. I don't say that lightly, especially because I know what it's like to live with depression. I know what it's like to be extremely anxious and to feel like you have fucking no control over your thoughts. And we're here to encourage you, support you, remind you that when you show up for yourself, that paradigm starts to shift. Yes, absolutely. It comes, it comes from a place inside. It comes from a choice that we have to make. This mouse is also reminding me of having purpose. And, and I, of course, love the practice of working with your core values and understanding what those values are and holding those up in your life to make sure that you're living in integrity. That's part of what I teach in my self course. But aside from going deep into what your values may be, just setting an intention. What do you want this season to be like? What do you, mm-hmm. what is the fall 
season for you? Like, because what if, and I love what if statements and questions, but bringing that forward, you know how it usually is. Maybe it's usually stressful. The family's always arguing or like, you know, it's just shit. You don't like it. Like, what if it was different this year? What would that look like? What, like, what kind of image can you paint? How can you ground into yourself and feel purposeful? Find that meaning. I like thinking of how, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and let it be your guiding compass or guiding light. I, I like finding little things that you can, that help you like navigate and to just use for a little bit. I know I use that term a lot, but it's just, just little things to keep in mind. And those can shift and change all the time. And you, sometimes we have like those core values or core compasses. Well, I feel like our guiding light really becomes essential during season where we don't have a lot of light too. That becomes our focus. Absolutely. That brings an image to my mind of like the inner flame that Mm -hmm. is often talked about in yoga and in many spiritual practices that lives in your Agni and your solar plexus of really protecting it and remembering as hard as it can be to remember that that light doesn't go out. Mm -hmm. We forget about it sometimes. Sometimes it dwindles down, but it's, there is a light inside Yes. Maybe that, that doesn't resonate, you know, let it sit, change the wording, whatever, but it's it's talked about through many traditions, many spiritual practices, many religions. Like it's, it's just constantly talked about poetry, artists, like everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. A lot. And usually that means we're onto something, even if we don't understand it. Yeah. So I think that all these different angles and of the world, people are like realizing, like, I feel like I have, there's like a light inside of me or there's something drawing me to understand myself more. It's like the wild calling us back. I've heard that term too, which really resonates mm. with me. Yeah. yeah. I liked the imagery of the mouse too, in thinking of um, being more in our seasonal changes, more in, in, tune with the energy of the seasons as well how during this time of year especially as it's starting to get darker and colder they're underground they go underground they go into the earth they go within despite being really active little animals there's still a time and a season for them to be less active as well Yeah. And that's another thing to remember is don't get caught up in all of the energy. Don't get caught up in, in staying in a pace that is not healthy for you. Even if it seems like it's an obligation or it seems like something everybody else is doing. So you should be able to also, we're no longer comparing. This is about us as individuals and what our needs are and knowing ourselves, just like we're talking about consistently knowing ourselves and even if you don't know yourself now or feel like you do this can begin the process of starting to recognize what comes up for you yeah and what you're what you cannot do any longer recognizing what is yours and what isn't and what that yes. feels like in your body just starting to tune in and notice I felt uh, 
as we were just, as you were sharing what like the mouse and the underground and going within, which really deeply resonates. And I love that I'm getting, I was like, I just felt like I needed to draw another card here. And the beaver card came up. Baba mm. beaver. I don't know why I just felt like saying that. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> but the beaver card is, well, it says like the bee in the book here, it says that the beaver personality is a welcomed sight and that when in balance, you feel happy, you feel like you have meaningful work, which the mouse is asking you to set those intentions and to, and to find a meaningful work rather than just being busy and worried. And that when the beaver is out of balance, he feel, they feel useless and worn out, which is also the mouse running itself around just, yeah, use like no purpose. That's exactly what the mouse card says. And to bring into balance, especially like selfless service. And I feel like that is such, that is absolutely the essence of the holiday season, no matter what your background is. I, people like it's a, it's a time of year for giving and thinking of others and, and having meals together. And that reminds me of the tribe of dreams that you drew in our first episode and bringing people together and having it for nothing more than the purpose of that connection and community, which I know are my, some core values of my own life. And we've also research has shown that as human beings and social creatures, we are wired for that longing and that connection, that love, that security. Right. And also I love bringing up the, the context of service being in service, don't get it twisted. Like this isn't about compromising yourself to serve others and show up when they, you know, have this expectation that you should, even if you don't want to be there, this is service that calls to you service that feels that you are drawn to helping others and showing up for them. And you show up for them where you feel called to give that energy. You don't just give that energy mindlessly. Thank you for that reminder. Yeah. So maybe service doesn't resonate. You can also, cause it took me a long time. I was like service, what does that mean? And like being in service and selfless service, it's very much like a spiritual term. I feel like. Yeah, it is more of a spiritual term. And I think that a lot of people will be familiar with it in a way that it's been framed for them. Mm-hmm. And I think we're in a place of reframing what that means for us. Yeah. And language, right? Find the language, like if giving feels better or sharing feels better. Yes. Or offering your time to cook for people who don't have time. We've got about five minutes left of this episode. (laughs) Yeah. So what do we want to bring in? How do we want to finish up? How do we want to sum up this message? Should I draw a card from my tarot deck? I mean, it's in your hands. Do it. <laughs> I like the way that we've ended that the last couple of times with a card. Yeah. Um, okay. Here's one that just flipped over. Ooh. Ooh. It's the eight of wands. Ooh. Just pulled that yesterday. Do-do-do-do. I also pulled the eight of cups yesterday at the end. Nine of, of cups. Nine. Thanks. <laughs> Will you speak to this card? The eight of wands. So the eight of wands is a time of intense manifestation. 
things start happening quickly, energy starts moving quickly, things start falling into place. I feel that the message in this is that if we are willing to hold our boundaries, if we're willing and we will speak our truth and get very clear about what it is that we need and we stand up for it, these things will, yeah, these things will start manifesting very quickly. We feel like it's going to be so hard, like we're going to be at a war when really we can just start creating these things and implementing them into our lives, into our routines. We just have to choose it. We have to choose ourselves. But once we do that choosing, it brings us into that manifestation. Yes. And I, I see this eight of wands as a reminder, like kind of almost like a little, I like, I'm lately love the term bop on the head, but just a reminder, I'm going to say it. I'm going to be blunt about it. You, you know what you want. Stop hesitating. Stop second guessing yourself. Yes. Uh, Self-doubt is the enemy of intuition. Like stop it. You know what you want. You know that you can do this. You know that you are capable of it because you can feel it in your heart and you don't have to flounder and be like, I don't know how we're telling you paint the vision, take a couple breaths, sit with yourself and move forward from there. The answers will come to you. You know what to do. Yeah. And wands, wands is fire energy. Fire energy is creativity. It's joy. It's manifestation. It's passionate remembrance of who you are and what you're here for. Like it's a beautiful energy. Let it be fun. Let it be light. Let it be big. Like that is what life is about. Life is not about this suffering and this stress. Like we are reclaiming our lives and we're going into a season that can be dark. It can be be a time to come in and to cradle ourselves and it's also a time to celebrate with others and to know who we are and what we want in that space yeah come face to face with yourself come face to face with that mirror of what you want your life to look like hold yourself in that and keep that vision with yourself as we move forward through the holidays into this whole new space of the new year remember what we were saying at the beginning of this episode, like this, this, this new year is not all about recreating yourself. It's not about bantering yourself or is that the right word? Bashing yourself for who you are or who you you aren't. It's about accepting and loving who you are and recognizing how far you've come and what it's taken to get here. Yeah. Yeah. And that eight of swords too like it really brings it into this infinity eight to me or the eight of wands where they're connected in this way of numerologically eight is a number of movement it's a it's a number of finding your pace and moving forward with it you're putting it into action wands is action so you're placing these boundaries for your mental realms here with divine protection And you're putting it into action through that eight of wands movement. And that energy comes on fiercely. It comes on fiercely. It comes on fiercely. And it's so strong too, because it's so pure. It was always necessary. It was always true. It was just denied and you reclaimed it. And it's not permanent. 
it's going to shift. The wheel is always turning. The season is always moving. So find your space in this. Find how you can accept and be content. I was going to, content doesn't mean that you're necessarily, you, that's, for me, contentment is even finding some sort of ease and comfort within the dis-ease or the discomfort that is life. Yes. You can do this. You can do this. Yeah. Find your fluidity. Find an ability to be able to shape shift and move and grow and create while you're demolishing and cutting down things that no longer serve you. You can do both at the same time. You can carry both. You can do things that you don't think you can do. And if you want to be held in this, if you want direct, tangible tips for your specific life, Diana and I are taking on our Salt and Shadow sessions again, starting this November. That's a two-on-one practitioner situation. We are there for you, both of us. It's a ceremony honoring yourself. You can read more about it via both of our websites that you can access via our Instagram or just go to selfcarecreature.com or safepassagetarot.net. Yeah, we're so excited and looking forward to holding you in this space. Yes, thanks for being here. And if you feel called and you want to support, a free way to support that we would highly, really love and recommend, please write a review, leave a review on one of the platforms, on Apple, on Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you are listening in. It would really mean a lot to us. And take a screenshot and send it to us so that we can shout yes. it out. See you. We'd love to also read it out loud here on the podcast. Yeah. We will. We will read them out loud. Thank you for making this podcast possible just by tuning in. Shout out to our assistant, Leanne, for editing all these videos for us. We'll catch you guys soon. Bye.